everybody, you're listening to another very special, very special episode of Loud About Nothing. It's me, your boy, the jolliest dude in the podcast game, Sebastian Canelli. And as always, per usual, every Santa Claus has his cute little helper, and I have mine. Give it up for the cute boy himself, Robbie Boy. Robbie, say hello. What's going on? What's going on? I'm feeling good, baby. We are today. Yes, the, the ninth, ninth day, day of Christmas. Nine ladies dancing. Yes. Nine ladies dancing. Back to back females in the in the in the twelve days of Christmas. What what, what? eight maids of milk and nine ladies dancing. Oh nice. Yeah, I wonder the ratio of men to women in the in the cause it's ten uh eleven pipers piping. There's also birds. There's rings. There's a lot of ratios. Oops. No, that's right. Exactly. And a partridge and a pear tree. Oh, you want to do the 12? So on the first day of Christmas, you get it every day. All I'm saying is it sounds- So you get 12, 12 partridges and a pear tree. Mm-hmm. 24. Oh, you're doing math like that. Yeah, you do, yeah. No, yeah. You do tw- You get 20, not 24. I guess you get 22. Turtle That's, doves. Here's the thing. I've done this before. It was like a math qu- problem that you would do. Yeah, this is a sicko math problem. In reality, the song was just saying, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge and a pear tree. The second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves. And, and a partridge and a pear tree. Yo, actually, this song is On the third fucking- day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three turtle doves. Two, what is it? Three, two, two, uh, oh no, three French hens, two, two turtle, turtle doves, doves yeah. and a partridge and a pear tree. The, this show off piece of shit that got his partner all these things. Yeah. Imagine on the 12th day, you're like, oh, 12 of these. I can guess what else I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, it's 11 Pipers piping again. Yes. Hey, Pipers, how you doing? Right? Yeah. I wonder, I guess the, the, I guess uh, that would be wild if, I guess every day you're getting the 11 Pipers piping. Or every not every day. day, the second, the last two days. But it's got to be the same 11 Pipers. I would be best. You think they come back? I would want A new set of Pipers. I need 22 I need nine, Pipers. I need nine new ladies dancing. Of course. Oh After my God. once you get introduced to the nine. So you're getting a lot of golden rings. You're getting so many golden rings. Yeah. Because you get it on the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th day. 40 golden rings. Yeah, five times... Eight. Uh, 40. 40 golden rings. Yeah. That's a fucking lot of golden Yeah, this that is guy's a lot of show, to, show off piece of shit bag. Yeah. So are we. We're show off pieces of shit bags <laughs> doing this. <laughs> doing this 12 days of Christmas. Anyways, we do finally have something that you could buy from us, which is merch. We have these hats, Loud About Nothing, embroidered beanies, which we're very excited about. Um, check them out. Sebastian's showing look, it look. off as we speak. But they came out really nice, and I didn't want to sell anything that I wouldn't wear a lot because <laughs> I don't buy a lot of clothes, and the clothes I do buy, I buy to wear a lot. And the hoodies, just the sweatshirts came out, and I felt like we couldn't sell those because yep. they weren't up to the quality of, like, I would wear this a lot. This shit would have faded. It, we yeah. Didn't, we didn't want that. And this is nice. No. These this, you could wear embroidered. a lot. Yeah. They're you, like... Three years from now, this hat will still look nice, which is nice. It will look exactly the same as it does today. Yeah, which um, we love. Yeah, so we love that. So that's why we're really happy and proud to sell this. Go to loudaboutnothing.com and you could uh, uh, buy one of these hats. Uh, as soon as you purchase it, we'll throw it in the mail and send it, send it to your ass, okay? Yeah. Um, so anyone that you know loves the show or, or wants a show, like let them know that we're selling hats. Also, we had our show Friday night, Sebastian Robbie's Christmas Spectacular, and it was spectacular. It was fun. There was 
um, something really magical happened. There was the somehow end. a Christmas miracle. There was a Christmas it was wild. miracle occurred. It was wild. This is why you have to. We couldn't have asked. We Christmas. couldn't have asked for a better ending to the show. And you have to stream it to see it. If you like the podcast, we didn't do any improv. It was like more, I would say, of a podcast vibe. Um, we definitely tried something new. So if you like this podcast, I could almost guarantee that you will like the show. We had a lot of the guests from the 12 Days of Christmas were on the show. Yes. Um, and also X Mayo and Michael Hartney, who are so hilarious. And it was really, honestly, a great show. It was a blast. So uh, you could stream that all throughout the holidays. Yes, you could stream um, it up until, I think, January 15th. Yeah. So you, you could buy it at any point and you can watch it. It's it's a fun watch around the holidays, I would say. Yeah, it is a fun watch. I think that we talked about a lot of holiday stuff. And I really felt like there was uh, a lot of magical ending that really made me feel excited about the Christmas season. Yeah. We opened ourselves up and allowed us to experience yes. magic. And you know what, Robbie? It did come true. We worked. We put a lot of effort into the show. We were wrapping gifts. We were we. Oh, it was like a lot. We spent hours and hours. We're in Staples on Long Island, cutting cards and wrapping paper and all this shit. It was. We put a Bro, lot into it. Let's talk about this. Okay. We are bad at wrapping gifts. Very bad. You and I are bad. Yeah, I'm not good at arts and crafts. I used to get straight A's all throughout elementary school, middle school, not in art. I am actively horrible at rap, and I'm trying to fold as gently as I can. Yeah, this might be the sh like the most dude thing about me. Yeah, the yeah. most dude thing about me is I suck at wrapping gifts. Were you good at art, like painting? No. And like coloring in the lines? No. Yeah, me neither. I was not good at. It's any weird of that. that that's like if you're not good at cutting shit and painting, then from the a young age, it's like oh, art isn't for you. It is interesting because art at a young age is arts and crafts cutting. Yeah, it's using safety scissors and and then stickers on top of shit. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't get the stickers right. That, has, that art, the most consumed art, isn't that ever almost? <laughs> but that's what your art class is. It's all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't give. And you I was a, really bad at it. An exploration of a ton of types of art. No, and it's just art. You know what's weird? You have to be like a decent painter in order to become a sculptor. Okay, why? And doesn't it feel like two different like mediums totally? Yeah, yeah. Like back in the day, it would just be like, ah, I, I chisel. Uh, I you sculpt. think today because you need to paint your sculpt? You, because in order to get into sculpting, you have to be a decent enough painter. Oh, uh, I Sculpting see. doesn't come until level 10 of painting. Uh, you know what I, I mean? See, I see, I see, I see, I like, see. Like you never get the opportunity. Or drawing, yeah. Or drawing or some shit like that. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess like art direction, like there's, it's different. Do you think different... you have a good eye? I think so. But I guess I didn't when I was in elementary school. It's one of those things. I like what I – I like – I mean, some shit I'm like, we'll, we'll put out a poster. I just don't – like on Canva or something. I'm like, I am just doing the best I can within these mediums. But I think in my head I have visions. Someone came to the house, my home. Okay. And they told me – because I think I have a decent eye. Yeah. They told me that the, my home is decorated like a fun ant. A fun ant. A fun ant. With the the, I mean that's not a bad thing. I didn't know how to. You're take a fun it. uncle. I know. You're close. You're pretty close to a fun ant. They were just gendering your. <laughs> I am feminine. They're, yeah, I guess. I so. am feminine. Oh, I'm you're not a little scared feminine. to be a little feminine. Yeah. And you're fun. I'm fun. And you're an uncle. <laughs> but I guess it goes back to this problem I have. How do men do decor? Yeah, yeah. If you're not fucking I think we rich did as fun. shit. Yeah, exactly. 
Like, I think men decor is easy if you could do clean lines and you have a ton of money. Yes. Men decor is childish if you use fucking, like, video games all over the place or or feminine, right? Yeah. Or expensive. Or very expensive. Yeah. Or very... There's no, like... Women have all this fun tchotchkes that they get to play with all the time. Yes. And I, but they'll I, probably get called fun ants. By whom? I don't know. I would never walk into a woman's house to call her fun ants. Yeah, I guess you're right. I would never. Yeah. And I, I mean, maybe the person shouldn't have said that. No, it's fine they said that. Okay. I don't care. I'm just thinking about my life. Okay. They go, there's a lot of twirls. There's a lot of a little like curly shit around your apartment. Oh, there was? I guess there's like a lot of like a lot of, like my headboard has curls. Oh, it. interesting. And that's like feminine to have curls. Oh, I didn't know that. To have curves. Oh. And I was like, I didn't know that. I also. Oh yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know that. I, I didn't know that at all. So like, I, when I have a good. That's eye, weird I, to look at somebody's headboard and go fun it. <laughs> I was asking. They, oh, I, oh, I, I oh, them oh, on. They, oh, they oh, you wanted more. I wanted more. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they go, oh, this is fun ant, fun ant, oh, fun okay. ant. Like, what about this? Is it this ain't fun ant? I mean, this is shit is fun ant. Who cares? Yeah, I guess. Fun for me, too. <laughs> but here's the thing. It's cozy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's not cozy? What? A man's apartment that's just fucking like bare and like yeah. sterile and like. Yeah, yeah. Floor to ceiling windows. Floor to ceiling nice windows. apartment. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no. not cozy. No. That's the beginning of a Christmas movie. Yes. You and want the I end. want the end. You are the end of a Christmas movie. I am the movie. end of a Christmas More. movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, then the beginning. That's the vibe. Also, I was telling her, I was like, I was like, yo, honestly, I grew up in Staten Island. Like, yeah, yeah. Everything, we're all, the men are flamboyant. Yeah. We're a bunch of flamboyant, we like flamboyant things. Yes, for sure. Please, I like, as you flamboyant know. Flamboyant is cool. Flamboyant is cool. In Staten Island. Yeah. You want to be loud. Oh, what you emoting like that's what people are doing constantly. And I guess I They am. they what is we were talking to, with Steve about acting how like they'll just give you a line and you accept it. No one better on Staten Island is is receiving information that you told them. Oh. Physically. I know. True. Oh, we're not going to take off uh Oh, they fucked up your appetizer, and then you get the bill at the end. It's still on there. We're not going to take off the appetizer. They'll receive the information. Really? Like, holy they'll shit. They'll look at the bill, and they'll go, <laughs> yeah. oh, whoa. You oh. fucking kidding me? What are we doing? Yeah, they're very flamboyant. They're all reacting. Very reactive. This is why there are so many great movies made about Italian-Americans. Yes. Because it's like, if acting is reacting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the a lot best of the actors in the game might yeah. be Italians. Also, yeah, a lot of people that didn't necessarily get fully trained in acting 100% like a lot of the Sopranos guys just got picked up kind of I feel like you know who they're not they're not like oh we need some more of these white Protestants yeah <laughs> we need to make a movie about yeah. these these white Protestants yeah the wasps <laughs> no yeah you're not yeah it's like oh we could deal with these guys that they don't need know to how be to classic act. the white Protestants need to go to acting school <laughs> and when they do they're amazing <laughs> yeah for sure and they have the best opportunities <laughs> yeah 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 um, but you can't pick them up off the street as much. Yeah. There's some cultures that are just more reactive. And I guess I'm just like, I guess my culture is flamboyant. Yeah, a little bit. And I guess I live, they were like, oh, I was expecting more dude vibes. Oh. And I was like, oh, look, I got a basketball hoop in my room. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that feels <laughs> That's like you're child. trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, you have, I think your main room is masculine. I mean, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 
It looks cool. I like the. I think your apartment looks nice. Doesn't matter. I guess I'm a funny aunt. Hey. You have a giant. He has a giant photo of the Godfather in his kitchen. That's. It's like four <laughs> feet by six feet. <laughs> giant. You know what's funny? What? When I was growing up, I had three Godfather posters in my room and the Goodfellas poster. Okay. And you see my be- childhood bedroom? Yeah. It must be like eight yeah, feet yeah, by yeah, four yeah, feet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was only Godfather memorabilia. Yeah. I mean, you liked Italian-American culture. Tremendous. That was the time to really love it. Tremendous. That was its heyday, I would say. Oh. Early 2000s, late 90s. I mean, it was always had its heyday, but it really became like, I don't know, memorialized. So Robbie and I, yes, as our nine, nine ladies dancing, what we did as our event. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What we did as our event is we had a party. Yeah, we threw a party. That was our ninth event. It was fun. We invited really a lot fun. of uh, past Loud About Nothing guests. And yeah, we had a blast. We're not going to talk about uh, the party t- uh, too much, uh, Not nothing specific. But I think it is part of the holiday season to like get together with people that you love. Yes, correct. Also to be hosts. Yeah, we hosted the show. Which was a party in itself. It w- was a party with our fans. Strangers, friends, fans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which was great. Thanks to everybody who came out to the show. And then the next night we did uh, a party with like our past guests and stuff. Yeah. I had a blast. It was a lot of fun. It was also nice for us. I will say this. As we become adults, and this has been a big theme of uh, Loud About Nothing Christmas special, right? Yes. Um, is like learning, to, like picking up our own traditions and learning yeah, how to yeah. do more stuff. Hosting a party is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. People don't understand how much work it is. Yeah, I think that as especially like I one time I gotta give a shout out to my mom one time. Okay, give a shout out to your mom. I gotta give a shout out to my mom one time because I guess when I host my party, I think, damn, she really fucking crushed it and got us all dressed. She she was able to create a whole atmosphere, create a full dinner. I didn't make dinner or nothing. Yeah, yeah. She would make a full dinner, clean up all the the paper, wrapping paper, make us put away our toys on Christmas morning, get me in a tie, yeah, and host the party. She would host Christmas day. She well, it depended on the year. Yeah, yeah. But she has now for yeah. years and years. But like my mother did so much. Yeah. I guess you don't realize. No, yeah. I mean, most of my college experience I spent cr- setting up parties, yeah. which would be like decorating a house. Like you would go to the store, you'd have to buy, which I was reminiscent of that. But it's like, all right, this is a different type of party for sure. But still, you're like a whole house needs to be cleaned. We yes. need to have all X, Y, Z. We didn't have like a lot of snacks, but it was just, yep. Yeah, setting up a party takes a lot of work that I don't people don't think people really understand but here's the thing you don't want them to think that you don't want no yeah I, like like i would never tell people oh this took so much work yeah it's interesting because now we're talking about it on the pod but most people that came aren't gonna fucking listen anyway oh no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is fine no no uh, yeah which is fine uh, no you want also i think a big thing about throwing a party is like people appreciate your attention to detail yeah so if you have a little like people do appreciate the little tchotchkes that i think you have about maybe not the person that said the funny and stuff or maybe they did appreciate I think it they, did. they just were like commenting I think on they were the surprised genre because i'm such yeah. a like a, I, my energy isn't that yeah, yeah yeah and they've never seen where i live i think having a signature drink is we used to do like a peppermint schnapps chocolate shot that we would do around uh-huh. the holidays but i do think yeah a party is a lot of attention to detail setting up and the other thing which kind of ties back into what you were saying about tradition is hype. And I think now after the second year in a row we've done this party, if we were to do it again next year, it would be even like more people would be like, oh, that's such a fun party. 
and they're like, oh, I got this. Sebastian throws a really good party around the holidays. And yeah. it's like, you, the more you do it, the more that people hype. Because we haven't really had time to do hype around the party. No. Which we could have spent time doing that. We're just doing this. We're That's doing not going to hype up this party. Yeah, yeah, totally. We kind of just sent an email. And I think that, like, people go, oh, yeah, what do you do for this? Like, growing up, it was like, what do you do for New Year's? Oh, I go to my cousin's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do? It's like. The weekend start, before. Yeah, you start. The to, weekend before Christmas, if you. If, People know Sebastian Canelli throws a good Christmas party. It will only get better. Yeah, and that's what I want. Yeah, which is definitely going to happen. That's You think so? Yeah, I would say if you continue to do it, if you do it for four or five years, then it, it only gets better because the hype, just by doing it well every year, the hype will then insert itself. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, but you do. Yeah, the attention to detail, I think, is important. That is important. I'm a big attention. I threw what I hung up lights in my apartment, which I'm going to host one. I had one night where i hosted people in the whole holiday season i haven't even been in my apartment but i was like yeah i want to hang up all these lights because i'm having people over for one night i had 12 people there that's beautiful yeah i think that shit goes a long way it does go a long way Robbie. Yeah. it doesn't go unnoticed yeah no i know i know that's, that's what, what i spent a lot of my but i would like try to throw an oscars party in college and we would go to the movie theater and get like give me all your posters that you don't have to use anymore and yeah, just hang yeah. them up around that like i would want to make the parties like not just you show up and there's a keg. Totally. Like that's like pretty much in college. I'd be like, I want to throw good parties. I didn't. I exp my college parties were about uh, um, the substances more than the yeah. Obvious. No, that wasn't mine. I was like, and now but then the we would opposites. pack it out. But it would be like, all right, yeah, a step and repeat is a good thing for a party. I would say because I people like to take pictures of themselves and have a, an outlet to do that. Yeah, that is dope. This frat at my school used to throw a party called Blissmas. Okay, which was the biggest party of the semester. They would Blissmas. throw Blissmas, which honestly. I think 80% of why it was so good is because it's a good name. <laughs> Interesting. Where are you going? Blissmas. I'm going to Blissmas. Oh, what do you do? You have your Blissmas outfit? Blissmas, Blissmas, Blissmas. Uh, and we talk about Blissmas. It was, oh, they would decorate it a lot. They would decorate the house sure. and they would hype it up a lot. But a name, like, what are you doing? I'm going to the blank, blankety blank. Helps. Yeah. It's yeah, interesting. That does help. Yeah. Yeah, it is, as we say, hype is everything. Yeah, hype is a hype lot is of things. Which is like, what's good about. Throwing shows. Sebastian Robbie's Christmas Spectacular. I guess people were like, I'm going to the Christmas Spectacular. Yeah. That was, we yeah. had a lot of people there that are just fans, I guess. We had a lot of strangers. We love that. Which is so great. Much. All right. One thing I did before a party is I said, I want people to be like, oh, Sebastian's fun. Okay. I thought of a fun conversation thing to have with people throughout the party. Oh, really? I would you go. needed to do this, you felt. I didn't need One to. One of the best improvisers in the world. I didn't need to. I you were like, to. I want to. Uh, a lot of people, I would say, when they go out to a mid to large social setting, go with a few topics. Go with a couple topics. I think a few people. I think most people do that. No, I think that you should. I don't think most people do. You don't think so? I think people go in blind. Okay. Praying, underprepared. Underprepared for large social settings. People need to prepare slightly for social settings. Yeah, yeah. It's an event. There's a reason why you don't want to go because you have to put effort in. Yeah. But you put in what you put in. Yes. You get out. I guess if you, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, my buddy uh, is in a play right now, Tariq Lowe, shout out, Soldier's Play. It's touring all over the country. And like a few weeks ago, he invited me to go to see A Christmas Carol. Okay. Um, and I show up to The Christmas Carol and they're doing like the opening scene about. Know me better, man. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No. 
It's the ghost of Christmas present. Oh, really? You couldn't perfect impression. <laughs> no, me, better man. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? I guess. I don't oh, know. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> but it anyway, was a season twenty-four in Italy. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever you find love, it feels like Christmas. This is. I don't think this was. It's from the Christmas Carol. Muppets I don't think. Christmas Carol. I don't think this was in the one I saw. The Muppets. Oh, okay. Not Muppets. No, no, no. I okay. saw. So yeah. After so I, all, there's only one more sleep till Christmas. Yeah. No, this was not that version. We would sing that every year as a kid. Before I know bed. you told me. Before the night, I still do it. That's cute. I still sing it sometimes to myself. I feel like a fucking moron. I, 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 I'm 30 right, years we old. Sing, I sing Christmas songs. We've been singing Christmas songs constantly for the I last know, but three that weeks. One has meaning to me. That one makes me feel some type of way. Interesting. There's magic in the air today. There's people saying, hey, okay. And I sing it like that, like a little boy, like a little Kermit. Nice. And I, I'm, I'm usually alone, and I'm just mumbling this fucking song to myself because I used to do it as a child. And then I have to go jerk off. You don't have to jerk off. I do. No, you don't. I have to see the devil. I have to make, I have to level jerking up Jerking off doesn't need to be, you always talk about jerking off as if you're contacting the devil. It doesn't have to be that. You're right. You don't need to contact the devil every time you jerk off. I know. I know. You can just jerk off. Also, I'm just like Mia Khalifa. I just I yeah. like, like someone I genuinely you like. You don't have to, this doesn't have to be a just dance There's with the devil. saying, hey, okay. It wasn't, all right, so I'll tell, I'll, that that's a cute uh, version of the Christmas Carol. Oh God, the cutest! Yeah. So I show up and they're doing like the opening scene about Bob Cratchit and Scrooge, and it's one guy on the stage, and yeah. like five-ish minutes in, still the one guy. He's like talking about the scene. I'm thinking maybe this guy's Dickens, and like we're about to get the play. Um, ah, like a like like a, he's Dickens, like just setting the scene, and then like, like a narrator. It's gonna from go Into to black exactly. Or, yeah, yeah. Or like I mean, I haven't out. seen those plays, but. Sure. Sometimes I, I got to flex. <laughs> I was, yeah. Anyways, it ends up being that this man did a one-man show. It was the Christmas Carol. It was a full one-man show. It was just him on stage. He, if people could like listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed, I would say he did the Christmas Carol, basically a monologue at 1.5 speed. Are you kidding me? And I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, this is wild. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I don't know if I like it. It's more like a party trick at this point. This guy just did 90 minutes straight. No applause break. Does not stop. There's a few laugh breaks, but not even. He's Are like kind of just. No, no intermission. Thank God. He. Oh, yeah, of course. You can't do an intermission. That, they would lose. Oh, my God. Also, I'm like, I don't know how many people in this audience like know that spent the money. Like, oh, I'm going to see a Christmas Carol on Broadway and then did one level of research further to just understand it was a one man show. A most, I would say. I think. Thirty percent of people, at least, did not know that it would be a one-man show. Was was the audience murmuring? Was there noise? No, I mean it was it was good. It was good. It was a good production. It was good. There was the lighting was cool. Like they had this like tech that was kind of cool. Can I be honest? What? I can't imagine you being a, a good theater goer. I mean, sat there. I'm good. I'm a good theater goer. You sitting in silence, paying attention to something. How do you do? What what, what are you futzing with? Nothing. I you watch. fucked it with nothing? I've been watching this man, dude. You fucked it with nothing? He did a monologue. And then Bob Cratchit, and then he said to Tony Tim, and, then he, and he's playing women, and then he's the boat goes to the past, and he's talking so fast, and he's... And then we'll have Fawzi Wigs, and Fawzi Wigs, and he's just going at fucking 100 speed for the whole fucking 90 minutes. And what are you doing? I'm like, I can't believe he's doing this. I'm but like, almost head, like... You're just saying, I can't I'm believe watching this. this. I'm, no, I'm like, I can't believe this. I'm just watching it. I mean, part of me is like, all right, we got two more ghosts left. 
All right. Also, Barbie's like. Are you checking like, the clock? No, I'm not. I'm not rude. You wouldn't check a No, phone. I would. I perform. I'm not going to fucking be on my phone. Phone on airplane mode? Yeah. I mean, no. My phone was just like, yeah, on silent, in my pocket. No, low, bu- no buzzes. Yeah, no buzzes. No, um, no, like the brightness all the way down in my pocket. No buzzing. At a certain point, are you like, is there an intermission or did you go in? Not, not? I realize there's no intermission. At what point? Like after the present. No, not after the present. Obviously after the present. After the first one passed. Okay. I was like, oh, no, he's just going to go to the end. He's just going to push through. There wasn't even applause break. There was no scene. Like, it was just Is like he crowd just making noise. Is it like? No, no. Everyone's like silent. Zoned in. Yeah. It was almost as if we were all at a party and this guy just started to do the Christmas carol and he just wasn't going to stop until it was over. And we all just were like, all right, he's going to do it. It was a monologue. It was a 90 minute monologue. Anyways, I say all this to say, I don't know if how it was interesting but what it was more than anything was something to talk about for the for the month oh. <laughs> everywhere i've gone i've been able to talk about this christmas carol if i'm going story. to a party if i'm going to story. yeah i have a pretty good story it's just like did you know it's a one-man show and he does the fozzy wig and i he's very fast and there's no applause break and people are always like holy shit i can't imagine what would you do if you went there like it's a good little story it's some people know about it too yeah some people know about it everybody knows the christmas carol and it's like oh it's a fun little convo here's the thing everyone goes home for the holidays everyone's yeah. at these christmas parties someone always asks you this one question hey what's going on yeah the response you cannot give as a grown-ass person ah, nothing yeah ah, nothing is not what you could i get. was able to use this at thanksgiving yes be prepared for that question yeah i was able be to prepared. use this at thanksgiving i told all my aunts what would you th-? like people especially that it's sometimes hard to find common ground of yes. like something to talk about. Uh, that's an intriguing story. And you come hit them with this. They're all fucking talking about Paul Pelosi. Like this is way more interesting than the Fox News that they've been reading, <laughs> watching you know for I, the last three weeks. I I, lo- I'm coming to you with the one man show Christmas Carol. What I love about it is then you turn it on them. Yeah. What would you do? Yeah, of would course. Would you enjoy it? You you facilitate you, now. Now it's a discussion. Now it's a discussion. Yes. Yeah, so now it it's like I presented a topic. Now we speak. Now yeah. and then you're in charge. You're 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 yeah. dictating how this conversation's flowing. All of a sudden, you're talking about a topic you never even knew. Yeah. When someone says, "Hey, what's going on?" You do not need to give them a single piece of information about your life. No. You need to just say something that's an interesting conversation. Correct. That's it. Yes. You do not need to be like, "Oh, Sam broke up with me, and I've been like kind of in a depression, and uh, but yeah. like work has been picking up, which is good." No. You yeah. do not need to say that. No. Be like, can you believe that they found water on Mars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And start talking about that. That's what the people want to get to. Yes. That's what the people... No, no 100%. There should oh, be five people I you mean, share your, your life with. When you go to a Broadway play, do you look up who's the cast? No, I don't. You're I, right. Yeah. I know. I never would have thought. What do you think about the people that weigh at the stage door? Do you enjoy them or do you think that's a little too much? Yeah. Are they <laughs> celebrities? Oh, I know because it's just the one guy. Yes. What do you do? Is people going to wait at the stage door for this one guy? If he doesn't get ass after every show, do you No, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. It's not that kind of vibe, man. It's just it's he's, that- he's playing the three ghosts. He's doing a whole good, ooh, and then he's, then, he's, then he's Scrooge again, and then he's talking to himself. I mean, it was truly wild. He must. He I must. don't think so. He must. I don't think so. He, imagine all day long. He must be – when people ask – All year does, long. When people ask what he does – he must be. He must be so funny with the answer. Hey, what do you do? 
I'm in a Christmas Carol. He's an actor. First of all, he would uh, say, I'm an actor. Okay. I I'm would imagine, actor. right? Excuse me. Okay, so they go, what do you do? I'm an actor. Oh, what do you win? I'm in a Christmas Carol. Who do you play? Everybody. <laughs> What the fuck do you mean? Well, I currently, I would imagine he says I have my, because it's hard to call it a one-man show. I think you can only call it a one-man show if Charles Dickens is doing it. Because you got to write it. Was the man dramatic? Extremely. So he, when someone says, what player are you when he goes to Christmas Carol, and they go, oh, who do you play? And he has to literally turn into it. He goes, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, everybody? Every character in the play. Yeah. <laughs> he does by me. <laughs> he plays women. He plays Tiny Tim. He plays the three ghosts. He plays Bob Cratchit, Scrooge. He's everybody. Imagine Fozzie Wig. The uh, excuses he has over the Christmas season to get out of any commitments. Oh yeah, I mean he's doing it every day. He needs. To That's why I'm like, is there life. an understudy? When yeah. did he learn this? When when did he decide that my thing is going to be that I can do a Christmas Carol in ninety minutes? Well, when he heard the the paycheck attached. To it. I guess so. I when guess the there paycheck. was auditions. I, I'm like, did when they did just some- find each other, or did did he come to them with the premise? Did the premise come to him? Like, did, is he just a guy who happened to know it all by heart? It's I mean, wild. This is stuff you should look up. Because like he would maybe pause. Like there was like one moment where he maybe paused for like half a second while switching between two characters. And I was like, oh, I forgot a line. <laughs> just because the pace uh, was, he was just like talking at this pace almost the entire time. Like it did not stop from the one moment that he stopped to the moment that he finished. For 90 minutes, he was talking about this pace. And then there would be loud noises and this and that and bang, bang, bang. So that one minute, even like the slightest second of him not speaking, you'd be like, oh, maybe he just forgot a line. Like right. you're more like watching him like no fucking way. Can I say something? What? Everyone doesn't want him to forget a line. No. But the truth is. You think somebody does? Everybody does. Yeah, is it almost better if he does? Everybody does. You're just waiting. Everyone There's immense pressure. Was. It just builds. Oh, God. That's kind of what the whole show like was. But I don't know if it was good. I still don't know what it was. It would be <laughs> it's just like, oh, that was truly that. Truly amazing if he forgot yeah. the last sentence. Oh. Uh, if he just like kind of, he would just, I would imagine, improvise it. But it truly. If he froze up. To see a mistake in a play is mind-blowing. Yeah, this it, this would be wild. It would truly be it. You had a great experience, and you're like, this guy's a great actor. But if we're just going, I don't know what he. I think he just is really good at this thing. Okay. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, just give him the fucking great credit. entertainment. Great entertainment. Give him some credit. Yeah, great actor. Great actor. Great you entertainer. You can't. He did a ninety minutes great of actor. fucking Broadway play. Great you actor. Can't give him great actor. Great entertainer. You phenomenal call me a great actor. I have fucking two lines on television. Phenomenal. Call him a great actor. Phenomenal actor. Jesus Christ. Well, if you ain't Daniel Day, it's no one for Robbie, huh? So this guy's a great actor. He does an amazing job doing a Christmas carol, yes, right? Yes, correct. But if we're thinking about the user experience. Yes. You enjoyed it. You were correct. like, wow, I was blown away. Yeah. But imagine mid-play. Oh, yeah, my story. He ran off the stage because he forgot the lines (laughs) in tears. Now, that user experience was just elevated to a degree that you will never forget. Correct. Also, because then (laughs) everybody wants their money back. Immediately, everybody would want their money back. It It would would be bridge and tunnel people pissed. Bridge and tunnel people go to the city Uh, wanting it to not to something bad to happen. Oh. They hate the city and they want something bad to happen so that they can justify their what they spew 364 days a year, which is that the city is horrible. 
You know what? So if they go to the city, they go to see a play, and the guy forgets his lines. That they, I need my money back. They won't give me my money. They, they want issues with the city. You know what? What? You know what? You know what Anthony's worst nightmare? Anthony from New Jersey's worst fucking nightmare is? What? He hits the Holland Tunnel and there's no fucking traffic. I know. That's his worst nightmare. And he gets delicious because, food and, and nobody food, bothers him. A, a nice night out. His worst nightmare, people bridge and tunnel, their worst nightmare is that everything goes all flawless. Yeah. Because then there's no reason. Then they to. can't complain. Then there's then all of a sudden there's a reason. Hey, why are we going to fucking Chili's again? Oh, yeah. Why aren't when we you going to the city? you could just go to the city. Why aren't we going to the city? Yeah. As long as there's traffic. Yeah. Oh, and these guys, the way that they complain about traffic yeah. will be hours longer than the traffic. Oh, for sure. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Also, that's like, fine. Also, that's another example of showing up to a party with something to talk about. What? Traffic? Someone goes, ah, oh, what, what happened? With, uh, what's going on with you? Ah, uh, nothing. Me, you know, uh, me and Angelina, we went to the city. This fucking Holland Pummel. Uh, well, they do that. <laughs> this fucking Holland Pummel. This is, this is what they do. every week, yeah. okay? Yeah. I'll tell you this. When I was a kid, a half hour. Me, 90 minutes, you yeah. know? Yeah, Th yeah, That's yeah. what these guys are doing. Yeah. They, they come in prepared. Which is, but this is a bad topic. Traffic is bad. No, Weather is bad. It's about hate of the city, and that's you know what for their group of people, that's a great topic. Well, they, they but it's the same topic. That's fine, I guess. But it's uh, boring. You know what else is a good move? Uh, what things at parties? What? I just watched the TV show Wednesday. Okay. I don't watch TV until I watch a TV show like Wednesday. You know. Okay. And coming out, everyone knows. December 21st, we got a new MLA and Patty. And oh, I'm really? I'm so fucking excited. I'm so excited. Um, so this is something I want to talk about. But also one thing I like to do is I'll be like, I heard this theory about this TV show online. I think it's so fucking ridiculous. And I'll take the negative stamp. I'll see if we can both disagree on the same thing. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll take like... Uh, I'll be like, I read this thing. Isn't this wild and crazy? Aren't they crazy? So Is it then, real or you make it up? Depends. Okay. Depends. So you may make up a fake theory about something. Oh, uh, yeah. So yeah. that we could all run, like. This is a Sebastian thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll make up something so you and I could get on the same team about not liking something. Yeah. Because once you and I aren't liking something that is trivial and not important, yes, life is fun. Yes, life is there. Like life is silly and fun. All of a sudden, when you're when you're being like, how ridiculous is the internet with this theory on uh, how Wednesday Adams is actually blah blah blah, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then people start going, I can't fucking believe it. You know, I read about Breaking Bad that they think this and that. You know, yeah. And all of a sudden, people start giving bad theories. That they read online or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is a lot of fun to do at a party. To be like, oh, let's team up against a ridiculous internet culture that's out there or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes, um, like, I always go to, like, the Nickelodeon theories. Which is what? Some, uh, they're wild. It's like, uh, uh, like the Rugrats aren't real. They're figments of the imagination that all the kids are actually dead. Uh, like shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, isn't that fucking wild that yeah. that Ed, Ed and Eddie are actually in purgatory and that they don't uh, that they're living in purgatory. That's why there there are no parents there. Uh, and they're all yeah, from yeah. seem like they're from different generations. Like, I have like fun little theories like that that you could kind of drop on people that are nostalgic or of the time and people like enjoy having that conversation. Yeah. 
So it's fake conspiracy theories. Fake conspiracy. Yeah. That you're like, this is so ridiculous. They're, it's total just like silliness. Yeah, yeah. And you, especially the ones around like, like um, there's tons of SpongeBob ones, which will go over so well at parties. Yeah. There's tons of like all these Nickelodeon cartoons that are like, people will love talking about that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you start talking about growing up and, and the cartoons that you loved and shit like that. Yes. And I like to do it like this. Like, there's I'll look around. I'll pretend it's really important. This is fucking wild, right? And I'll like lean in like it's gonna be a, a big like 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 we're getting intimates about okay. this. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. It is fun to talk about something something that's not important and making it like, oh, this is important. Isn't yeah, this wild? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm trying to think of what I was even talking about at this party. I don't know how people's lives are. I guess I was asking more questions than I was talking. I mean, that's always a great thing. Yeah. But I'm just saying. <laughs> who knows? What's up? I said, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but I'm always saying, like, if always, not all parties are easy. Yeah. Not all parties have flows. No. Not all dinners. It's hard. You need to make sure. Sh- that's also com- that's on the job of the people who plan it. It's- you need we, People who plan it need to hop around make sure people are talking. Well, I'll be like, oh, this person has a good story that I know this person would like. Let's get them together. That's nice. That's a Let's good Let's get the, oh, this person, oh, I, you got to, I'll bring people, I got to bring you over to this person because I know oh. you'll appreciate this and you have this good thing. Like, that's That's great. kind of, that's also what I used to do in college. That's what pe- my friend would make fun of me, but that's kind of what, I'm like, all right, I want to make sure everybody's having a good time. I I'm having a good time if the party's good. I think that's really great. Yeah. Like, I, I'm having a good time at a show if the show's good. I also will say this. Not all parties are, are like us standing around talking. Some parties, the holiday parties, are sitting at tables and have forced conversation with people you don't want to be with. Oh, yeah. Like your Christmas, your family Christmas. Like a family Christmas or yes. like a holiday dinner that you're going to. Yeah. And I think that's when I'm like more like you need to have some prepared. Well, we have tons. Of we just did 10 events in the city. We are flawless. We have so many. We could talk flawless. for hours. I think about that, the gingerbread lane. That's yeah. an easy thing to get on board with about, oh, this thing they're trying to sell as a thing. You know also, it's always like we're constantly getting fucked over in the world. How so? Just capital. Like we're things are getting more expensive. We're getting less things. Like there's a lot of avenues to just get people on board about being pissed at stuff. Could you oh. imagine? And it's just like, all right, maybe you don't do it as overtly, but there's ways to be like, can you believe that we're paying this and only getting this? That's very easy. 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 Things are just getting more expensive and they're giving us less. And nobody's happy about that. How much a turkey sandwich was for me the other day? How much? Exactly. $11. Yeah. Yeah. It costs $11 on a roll. They're trying to charge me for mayo. Not a hero? A roll. (laughs) A roll. Yeah. That's what you you lean in. You have fun with that. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's solely you're allowed to like, like have those small conversations that feel universal and easy to have. You know what else I like to do? What? Um, Be like... You know what movie I never saw that I just saw and bring up like an old movie that, uh, everyone that is a good knows. Yeah, yeah. Because it's sometimes it's like, oh, I haven't watched the new. Uh, and you have Game a fresh take on it. Yeah. And then someone's, oh my God, I haven't thought of that movie. And so, you know what? I just watched Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, oh, Jesus, Beetlejuice is so fucking good. Right? Yeah. It's like such a fun, easy way. This is why TV and art and movies are, is really great because it's a lot of what people talk about. It Even the new together. White Lotus, I'm like, oh. Do you think these two characters fucked? Like, this is a fun debate. Like, if the show's good or not, they'll just propose these debates, which are fun to talk about. 
Totally. I'm sure a lot of people are watching or watching these TV shows just talking about TV shows at their parties. I know. We just, I just, I just. So support artists, baby. Well, yeah. <laughs> we try to give things to talk about. Go in prepared. Yes. Go in prepared. Yeah. It literally takes ten seconds of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Someone's, Even what we did at the show, worst get like, come with topics. Oh yeah. I heard my topics. friend got this terrible gift the other day. What's the worst gift you guys ever heard of? Come with topics. Topics L- are always good. Literally, a party you're excited to go to, you need no prep. A party you're not excited to go to, prepare for it. Yeah. Come in with some ideas on what you know the questions you're gonna get asked. Come up with some answers that turn it on them yes. and open conversation quickly. Also, you'll be fun. Also, edibles. Well, you think? This is the opposite. <laughs> no, but if like if you just got to get through, sometimes they'll make you like... Oh, if you don't want to talk, just edibles. Yeah, yeah. If you're just like, let time go by, edibles. Yeah. But like if you're like, ah, we're trying to make the best of it, come in with the topic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because everything, you know, relationships are hard with people, you know? And it is a time where you're forced to be around people that um, you normally wouldn't be around. I'm very aware of that. Yeah, uh, not people going home for the holidays. Not everyone loves their family. You're forced to be in, like, situations that you want to be. Oh, wait, wait. I got to give a shout-out one time. Okay. I want to send my, my 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 thoughts Okay. to everyone that's – to all the couples out there that are stuck in a relationship to the new year because you don't want to break up. During the holiday season. <laughs> I see you. I feel you. This is a hard time. And I believe in you. You could do it. Just a couple of more weeks. And then you'll be able to break up. In the meantime. Little fights. Light conversations. You think this guy. Every time <laughs> he hears. Last Christmas I gave you my heart. The ne- very next day you gave it away. He's uh, like. Fuck. So I gotta wait two weeks to break up. What? When is it? When are you? When are you in the clear to break up? January like four thirteenth. 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 A little. You bit gotta into wait. The you can't over, do January fifth. No. January eighth. Oh, over a week. Because otherwise, you're the last Christmas. You're yes. the victim of. Do you think people don't break up because of that song? I think people don't break up because they don't want to be the bad guy. Someone could be so shitty to you, so shitty to you, literally cheat on you, like do yada yada, and if they go, but they broke up with me on Christmas, all of a sudden you're the bad guy. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you cheated they, on them on Christmas, no, and you not broke on up. Christmas. Yeah, but, yeah. Like they could do so many things, and by you breaking up with them on Christmas, or like, yeah, yeah, they now have something about you. Yes, and you don't want that. No, they'll always have that. Interesting. It's always like, oh, that's mean. Yeah. Because everyone's point of view about that is, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, that's shitty of them. That's shitty. So there are people out there just fucking riding that mechanical bull of a relationship they're in right now, waiting till January. Do you think people will be like, if you go to, like, if you spend Christmas together or not, they'll break up? Like if. Like if you don't come to my family's Christmas, we're breaking up. They'll give this ultimatum. Oh, yeah. That's wild. Spend it, spend it separate. Yeah, Who spend cares? it separate. Who spend it separate? Yeah. Whatever makes you happy. Christmas is also a fucking day. Yeah. It's if, just one If day. you're together every day of the year and that's very complicated for you and your family, spend it separate. Yeah, yeah. But I, I imagine some people are like, that's a level where it's like, oh, I don't want to break up, but I don't know what to do. If I don't go to their Christmas, I'm going to break up. That would suck if you're planning on breaking up and then you go to their Christmas that you don't want to go to. Yeah, and you're just like, I'm afraid to break up around the holidays. Now I'm at Christmas in fucking and you know what it is, Tennessee bro? and who knows what. Yeah, dude, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, 
it's harder for you to You're put up deeping, digging it's, deeper. It's harder for you to put up with their aunt yeah. and their cousin that's annoying. Yeah. Because not only do you not love their cousin, you don't even fucking love them anymore. Yeah. So you don't love anyone in this situation. No. And they're, big, they're arguing about fucking laundry or some shit. Yeah, they're yeah. screaming matches uh, about like that you didn't put the bread in on time. Yes. And you go, I love no one in this situation. <laughs> There is zero love I have for anyone. And that's when the edibles come in. Yeah. Because you just sit that's there. That's when you need edibles. And you just get high and you say, you say, time moves. That's when you rely. There's some moments in life you need to rely on the fact that time moves forward. Yes. And when you're at a family holiday knowing that, that you're going to be broken up soon, that's when you count on father time to come in for you. <laughs> Great move. Edible and just go take a shower. Edible <laughs> shit. Oh, he's been in the shower for two hours. He just like he. Oh, he likes showers. Yeah. Oh yeah. You cozy up to if you have to go. Oh god, to go to a family event and being like we're gonna break up has to be the worst feeling ever. Yeah, horrible. Horrible. If you're traveling why, home to a holiday with someone that you plan on breaking up with in two weeks. To get on a plane with someone. God bless, man. To God get, bless. To to get on a plane with someone that you despise to go spend yeah. the holidays away from your family. Yeah. This is my thoughts and prayers for you. You need to you need to just get over being the bad guy. No. You think you should do it? You suffer. You, <laughs> you suffer. suffer. Through it. You suffer for the spirit of Christmas. It's a good story. You suffer. Yeah. I think it's the suffer makes you stronger. Yes. Because next year, when you're home, oh, you'll feel so good. Yeah. The I mean definitely. The suffer will make you stronger. Yeah, because they're real. And we see you. Yeah. I just want you to know, couples out there that are about to break up, we see you. Yeah. It's very obvious that it's going to happen. You think so? And I'm very happy. You think it happens b July. So wait, so what's the the window is really just July or not July. January 13th to what? February 7th? You have to do it between you have the second half of January to break up with people. Once February first comes, you can't. You can't. Interesting. Everyone's waiting for so this you have short between, window of breakup. Between January fifteenth and January thirty first, you can break up. That's it. And then February. When does it come back? February twenty fifth or March first? No, in the end of February. February twenty fifth. Yeah. Eleven days after the after Valentine's Day. I would say less than that. Less than that. Less than eleven days. Okay. When does it when does it start that you can't break up? December? I would say probably December 10th. December 10th. Once you buy plane tickets or, or you make Christmas plans, you're done. Which is probably in November if you are like yeah. ahead of yourself because it's, it's really, expensive. People have been stuck in relationships since Halloween. Probably since Halloween. October 15th when you got the group, when you got your couple's costume, people have been stuck in these relationships. October 15th is also uh, realistically that's when you should probably buy your plane tickets home. Yeah. Cuz it's expensive to fly home for the holidays. These people are literally doing an ultra marathon. They're 60 of no days love. into no love. They're into no love. I mean there's people 60 years into no love. 100%. But, yeah. But these people Yeah, yeah. that are in a 2-year relationship are now Yeah, 60, wanting to get out. Are going to be 60 days deep into a no love situation. This is things we don't think about. There's this is, there's no, times where no this I don't is think things about. we need to think about okay because we need to feel the joys yes of not feeling those pains yes yeah you're you're right we do need to think about we this. need to think those joys because there's a time period where you can't get out of a relationship in my, a year my mom goes what's your plans for Christmas I go I don't know I'll just be home yeah <laughs> I guess all summer you know how beautiful that is yeah yeah my mom's like when are you gonna come I, I don't know I'll be home and I'll leave yeah whatever people are doing I'm doing yeah yeah oh. 
That oh, is nice. I'm the easy one. Yeah. I'm the easy one in the family. I'll be home whenever. I'll be a uh, not. Oh, everyone else in my family is easy too. But I'm like the one that like doesn't have to coordinate anything. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's interesting. Inversely, inversely, the exact opposite. A lot of people are going to be going home and they're going to be asking for parents for their. They have. They're able to have their spouse's hand in marriage. Oh, you think? I think this is a big time. Is this time. a big time? This is a big time. I actually I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Thanksgiving is a big time, so then you could do it around the Christmas season. Interesting. If anyone in my family ever got engaged on Christmas Eve or day, I would be fucking furious. Wait, well, you're good. What? You're good. I'm good. You're the only one left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe my nephew. Yeah. <laughs> He's four. <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, I guess New Year's Eve. I, I feel like New Year's people are more willing to get a lot of people get married or engaged on new around New Year's. Yeah, because I do think a lot of people just went home and had that conversation with their parents. Yeah. Also, they're wrapped up in the magic. Yes. Mediocre relationships are elevated. Elevated to the holiday season, the holiday spirits. So what are you your yeah, your opinions on a relationship rooted or a day rooted in Christmas? Like engagement or wedding. Don't do it. Not a fan. No, I'm not a fan. Make your own day. Make your own day. Make your own holiday. We don't get to choose our birthday. We don't get to choose holidays. You get to choose when you get married. Yeah. And it is a direct, it's a direct offense if you do it. You can't get married on Christmas. But you can't get married on someone else's birthday. Yeah. If if you get married on Christmas, no one's going to go. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, but people do get married New Year's Eve. People do get married New Year's Eve. People get married. I wouldn't want to get married New Year's Eve. I don't like New Year's Eve enough. I know. And then they'll be like, "Oh, change the idea." Nah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that either. I'm but good. there's gonna be a lot of people that do that. Asking for the hand in marriage. Oh God. How does that go? Imagine. Yes. What's the percentage? Some. Ninety-eight. It has to be very high because right now it's more of most of the time it's for like a formality, right? Yes. It's not where no one owns anyone. Is it wild to still do that? No, I think it's. I I've thought about this a bunch, and I think it's um showing them that you are like asking to be a part of their family. Okay. Like it's being like, hey, uh, I love for me it would be like I love your daughter. And I was hoping that I, I, that you respect me enough to be with her forever and that I could be a part of, like, your life with you. Yeah. And I love you guys as a family, and I would love to uh, bring us all together. In that Join way. your family. Yes. Interesting. It's also, like, inviting the – like, it's such an easy way to, like, make future in-laws happy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such start a, off on a good foot. You want to start off – unless, like, your partner's, like, don't ask. Yeah. There's no way. But what I would do is I would ask the mother and the father. Yeah, yeah. I would include. I think both. most people do that. Yeah, yeah. I would not. Uh, I would not just do the father. Yeah. If anything, I would just do the mother. Yeah. I go, hey, fuck you, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like most people ask the family. Although maybe not. I went to. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the weddings that I've gone to recently. Yeah, I think that. I think. I think that the hit percentage is pretty high, and if it's low, if someone says no, I think they kind of know that you're like, well. All right, this is just awkward now because I'm still gonna do it. Most of the time, it's like a dad saying no is just made or like. Let me give you like a list of things you got to do beforehand. Oh, that's I mean, a, this happens. That's an incredible movie. That's the list. The pre. Oh yeah, like what a, you need to be, uh, what you need to get done in order to marry my daughter. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Not a bad idea. And his world falls apart. Yeah. And she picks him up the entire way. And he ends up with nothing. And the father realizes, he goes, this man's willing to go the ends of the earth. Look at you. You, you embarrassed yourself in front of your company. You told your family that, that my daughter was the most important thing to you. You're covered in big shit. Yeah. That's how much you love Annabelle. <laughs> Not a bad idea for a movie. <laughs> Um, and then they discover it's about the love that they put forward, not the things that a person has. Correct. Wow. Incredible. Starring Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. No, starring Sebastian Canelli. Oh, I could never be in a rom-com. Yes, you could. Oh, no, I can't. They just had the fucking SNL just did the, the sketch about um, uh, I need a big boy. You seen that? No. And they just Hilarious. List, <laughs> they just list fat things. They just go, oh. And the, the whole joke is that, like, they just list things that fat men have. They just list. They go, oh, yeah, airplane seats are tight. Oh, he's, he, he snores. Wild. And everyone's laughing. That's wild. This is their jokes. This is their jokes. Imagine they did it to any other group of people. Yeah, that's wild. Any other group is just fat like. Boys. Fat boys. Besides fat boys. Yeah. Truly, it was just like listing things. It's like, oh, you sweat a lot. Great, you're right. I'm unlovable. Thanks, SNL. I'm not on it. And I'm unlovable. <laughs> what are you going to do next? Kill my mother? What are you going to do next? This is beautiful. Wow, that's wild. This is It's truly, they just list uh, uh, unattractive things about fat men, but they yeah. go, oh, they cuddle good. Who the fuck cares? Anyone could cuddle good. Yeah. Just list unattractive things about fat men. And they laugh. And that's comedy. This is the to me, comedy is funny, and he would be a funny romance. I think he'd be a funny lead in a movie. Obviously, SNL has taught me that the king himself. I guess is Tommy Boy a rom com? No, you wouldn't say it's a rom com. No, that's such a B plot. Yeah, I guess it's you're a, right. It's about him, yeah. like succeeding in business. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, both of his movies are. Yep. It's B plot is the romance. B plots the romance. You're right. SNL teaches me. <laughs> I need a big boy. I need a big boy. Right? Yeah. They told me. Were people sharing it? Like, you're this not, is great? Yeah. You're not funny. You're not funny. And you're unlovable. Come fuck me in my ass, SNL. <laughs> I mean, that's wild. I would think I would watch that movie of you having to go. Uh, who would I want to see Paul what? Rudd go around the country and do stuff? I'd rather see you do it. But what are we thing. talking here? There's a whole movie with Rebel Wilson, and the only way that it could be a rom com was a bad movie. She got hit yeah, in the head. I know. And it was like, oh, finally, a fat person could be a loved. Yeah. Shallow. They go through. Hollywood goes through some wild loops. They the magic that they take in order to have a fat romantic lead is tremendous. Yes. Okay. Here's this. The the. There's a couple. There's a man. There's a woman and a man, and the man's fat. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, 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 wait! It's in a different reality. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's it's many many galaxies away yeah. where fat people are reserved as as the best. <laughs> okay, go on. Yeah. Oh, that's not enough. Uh, also, they all wear glasses, so when they put the glasses on, everyone is skinny. <laughs> I mean, insane. Yeah, I, yeah, it's wild. Wait, these are these are two D glasses. They make they make 3D objects 2D to make them less. <laughs> Coming this fall, fat guy oops and loves. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Ah, whatever. I don't care. Uh, I see you. I got mad posts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, I don't. I don't even. Uh, 
But I mean, life is good, you know. I also I think society like uh uh things like that are just bare fucking representations. Yeah, hundred percent. Of what the reality of the situation is, okay? All my chubby boys out there that uh, listen, uh, no, that's all bullshit. Fucking stand strong. For sure. Stand I mean, I would watch strong. you. I would think you would be great in a rom com. Thank you, Robert. You're very funny. Shut the fuck! You'll say this to me. I literally do nothing. The guy does ninety minutes of a Christmas Carol uh, without. Uh, what are you going to say? Unadulterated breath, and you go. You couldn't even say he's a good actor. He's he is a good actor. Jesus Christ! <laughs> he's good at doing what he did. He's incredible. Those two words were he's a full incredible. Paragraph. He's incredible at doing what he did. You, you might be the Arnold Schwarzenegger of New Jersey. Arnold, yes. Acting. It did good. Uh, beautiful. I guess if you want to see if I'm a good actor. Uh, oh, I don't need to act in the uh, Christmas show. But uh, but you can still watch. Uh, stream that online if you want. Uh, that's beautiful. Also, everyone, uh, check out the merch. Check out the merch. Winter hat season. It's time for these winter hats. They're fucking really good quality. Uh, we're rocking them for the episode so people could see what they look like. Um, they're great. Uh, do that. Uh, what else we got going on, uh, Robbie? By the stream of the show through the holidays and Philly, January 6th. Philly, southern New Jersey, <laughs> northern Maryland. <laughs> we'll be in Philadelphia January 6th. Come out to the show. I'm very excited about that. Ryan Haney will be joining us, who is one of the funniest people in the world. So I'm very excited about that. Um, it's going to be a great show. Um, yeah, beautiful. We're also going to uh, Connecticut, too. Yes, we'll also be in Connecticut January 13th and 14th, which is exciting. Which Hartford, Connecticut. We'll be there for two nights. And, yeah, very exciting. Sebastian's teaching improv workshops everywhere we're going. The Philly one is free. So if you're in Philly... There's a free improv workshop that Sebastian is teaching uh, that Friday, January yeah. 6th. So jump on that. Um, beautiful. Uh, thank you for all for sharing the 12 Days of Christmas stuff. Keep listening. Yes, uh, please keep sharing that with a friend. Yeah. All right, Robbie. Hit the fucking music. Oh, oh, oh.